0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 450 of the MTG Goldfish podcast. I'm Seth, probably better known as Seth, Fred Olive, and we have the full crew here this week kicking things off with the owner of MTG Goldfish, Richard. How are you this fine Monday, Richard? Good morning, Seth. I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing super well. We actually have some pretty interesting stuff to talk about this week, but before we get into that, we got another co-host in Krim. Good morning, Krim. How are you uh, this fine, fine Monday morning? I'm moisturizing, because it's good for you. Uh, but otherwise, I'm great. Well, I mean, actually, moisturizing is not moisturizing bad. Moisturizing in the desert. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> yeah. That's better I, I, than last oh, week I, when you were spilling stuff, I think, as we started the cast. So we're we're upgrading. We've upgraded to moisturizing, so.
1: <laughs> in a way, I was still moisturizing the other week, though. It's you just were just moisturizing your floor. floor, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> uh, oh. Anyway. Oh, go ahead, Graham. What's up?
1: Well, oh now then, I was going to be like, and, you know football's back.
0: Mm, so that's that's true the Bills actually played night for their first game of the year. Who do you like yeah. in football? Like uh it's got to be a West Coast team, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I just I just don't talk about it cuz they they uh they aren't very good right now, but uh yeah, I'm a Broncos fan. So Oh, we do oh, that. Oh. We do that. I feel bad for <laughs> yeah. you. I feel
0: bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: now we, you know, why I don't talk about it, but hey, NBA
0: mm-hmm. starting mm-hmm. up. Yeah. That's, that's coming soon. Yeah. <laughs> Almost basketball season. Any- <laughs> anyway, today we're uh, mostly going to be focusing on the impact of Wilds of Eldorain in our new formats. We got standard impact. We got modern. We got legacy. We got vintage. So seeing what Wilds of Eldorain is actually doing in constructed, but we got some other topics too. Uh, some sad news on the Commander front, a new trailer for Magic the Gathering for Wilds of Eldraine. some Arena news, so we're going to bounce around a bit. Before we get into it, though, a reminder that today's show is brought to you by Card Conduit, and Card Conduit's the easiest way to sell your Magic cards, and if you ever get tired of all the hassles that go into buy listing, Card Conduit lets you skip them. You don't have to do the typing or spend the time or do the work, you can use their curated service to send in as many cards as you want with a buy list value of a dollar or more, and pay just a 5 fee. And if you want to do a little bit of work, you can use the sorted service and pages 2%. And no matter which one you choose, you're gonna get a detailed report with the results and a fast payment once the order is processed. And you can even get another 10% off by heading over to cardconduit.com/slash card Cardconduit, they're the easiest way to sell your magic cards. So let's talk some magic and let's talk with uh start with what is definitely the saddest news of the week. So uh commander's godfather, Sheldon Mennory. Passed away this week. Uh, did any of you ever get a chance to, to meet Sheldon? Like, he did a lot of events and stuff.
1: Yeah. Uh, actually, the very first ever Command Fest uh, in Seattle, I had the uh, honor to go ahead and play a game commander. And then, uh, yeah, like, and even got to hang out with him a little bit uh, after hours uh, at, at Philly, MagicCon Philly. So, uh man did wonderful things for the community and actually like like just thoroughly loves the community inside and out
0: yeah i mean commander would not i was gonna say not exist i don't know maybe it would still exist but it definitely would not be what it is today if it wasn't for sheldon like he played a maybe the biggest role in shepherding the format from like the EDH days essentially, where it was this fringe format played by judges like Sheldon, which was actually what he originally was in the community, was like a, a judge at events. So it kind of went from that into the monstrosity that it is today being the most popular format under Sheldon's guidance. So yeah, I, I also got to play with him a few times at events and always had a great time just like seeing his deck, seeing how much he loved the game, seeing how much he loved interacting with the community. So definitely super sad news. And he will, he will definitely be missed. So a huge. Huge, huge amount of respect for Sheldon and just what he was able to do with the commander format and for the game in general. And also just like as a person, he seemed like a very good person whenever whenever I got to hang out with him. I That was the impression I got of him. So so definitely sad news on that front. Yeah, I, I never got to meet
2: Sheldon. uh we, we tried to podcast with him once, but it, it didn't work out but even if you don't like commander he was a, a big figure in the judge community before commander blew up so even if you're just a 60 card player uh he's probably touched and impacted like your magic career in some yeah. way so that's that's pretty cool right so uh it's un- unfortunate news but you know his his legacy lives on with commander now right every time we play a game commander we'll, we'll remember sheldon
0: yeah yeah so uh rest in peace to sheldon uh moving on we got a new a new magic trailer for the wilds of Eldorade. And I need your guys opinion on this because I'm not an anime fan. So I don't really know how to judge anime. Like when I see something that's anime, my opinion like doesn't matter at all. Cause I just don't other than a, once I've never really watched anime, but uh, is this trailer good? So this is an anime trailer for uh, wilds of Eldorade. I need Richard and Crim's opinion. Cause y'all are the, the anime, the doctors of anime, I would say on this podcast. So is this actually a good trailer?
2: Oh, yes it's uh, like i'm looking at (laughs) krim's eyes
1: is he being ironic (laughs) no 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 like i i i think this this trailer is so sick um well it's like you know the story is kind of like thin right because it's it's only like two three minutes right but it's done this is now the second trailer that they've had done by a legit anime studio right so this this studio did Tokyo Ghoul uh, st- like they've they've done some big ones. Obviously, you know, regardless of where Tokyo Ghoul ended up, uh, they did some big animes. Right. And then they had Wit Studio who did Attack on Titan, all this other stuff from the from Kamigawa. So it looks good. And on top, like it just like it, it is production wise, beautiful. Uh, the voice acting was beautiful. The art style was beautiful. Uh the only like you know and and the story is a classic anime story, right? Two people battling, but they're siblings, right? So yeah. It's it's the classic, you know, like 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 anime storyline, but I'm more so talking about it from a visual standpoint and all it has done I I'm actually upset that it, it's good. Uh be, be, because it's another year of emotional letdown. Uh in that like there is no anime Yeah, I I, if it sucked, I wouldn't care. But because it's good, I'm upset. (laughs) So because because like right, like it's it's all it's doing is like saying this is what we could have, but we don't. We're just gonna keep getting these baller ass studios making these super sweet looking like 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 trailers that are just trailers, and that's it. And it's upsetting. It's upsetting. Spaghetti time. I, I am so
2: shocked by this. I, I want Seth's opinion. I'll give you my opinion, but I was, I'm was i the exact opposite. I thought this was like trash. Uh, so one, I don't want to poo-poo it because I like Wizards trying new things, right? Like this is one of our criticisms. Like they always kind of stick to the same mold. So I appreciate the effort, but I didn't make it past this three-minute video. I like got two minutes in, I closed it. It felt so not magic-y to me. And it just felt like I was watching some generic anime thing. I'm surprised it came from, like, a, a famous studio. But, like, I much, much prefer the original Al Drain trailer. Where it was, like, very, felt very magic-y. You know, it was a gingerbread, you know, there was, like, Garrick and stuff like that. This felt like an anime fan music video that someone put together. Like, they, they took, like, some fantasy anime, like, cut out some scenes chucked it together and like composed this like it didn't feel like magic-y okay like, I, I don't know what that even means in 2023 like maybe this is as magic as we get like would that be you know, with the one ring or something <laughs> like what was what, what would magic be in 2023 right but it just felt like generic anime i mean i i didn't i don't know why we were there i i kind of prefer the the old gingerbread trailer like i thought that was actually really good that got me really hyped this one it was like what what is this for like is this for the japanese crowd like i'm confused like why is there an anime trailer like since well, i guess we have the anime cards in lg <laughs> so we need an Richard, anime trailer <laughs> how could watch you say Just that? because they're drawn in the anime style they gotta be good too, they, gotta be I good mean, too. Like,
1: they are it, it is visually good right and story-wise it's it. like look i've seen animes based off like plot that's like a as you know deep as a paper clip right and those animes have also blown up so yeah maybe maybe the the tension it like it doesn't hit like the kamigawa trailer the kamigawa trailer is still by far like my favorite but but it's still good you know and also also you know like 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 uh, richard are are you just the way of the retired weave because
2: <laughs> I'm retired. <laughs> I, I'm Are revoked you reti- my weave card.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're about to have your weave license revoked.
2: You said smothering okay, okay, time here, and was going to the art Here's my You see the snap trailers, right, Krim? So, so yeah. when people do trailers for this, they show like lots of different cards and characters to get you hype about pulling those cards and characters in the game. Right? So, like, it, right. it's, like, nonsensical, right? Like, Spider-Man shows up, and then all of a sudden, like, Iron Man appears out of nowhere for whatever reason. And they try to, like, weave it together to be coherent while, like, popping off the new cards. This one didn't do that, right? This one was just, like, two characters. It's generic. I can't tell who they are. They're, it's they're Will probably the Rowans. <laughs> they're the Rowans, right? But, like, there's no way for you to tell <laughs> that if you, you didn't know tell? that.
0: Okay. Like, you know, right, you, right, you right. have to
2: be pretty entrenched in magic lore to know they're the Rowans, right? But
0: it's, I, like... I will say I did not know they were the Rowans. So, okay, I'm kind of in the middle on this. So on one hand, uh, it's a trailer. I'll give you a pass if your three-minute trailer does not have an in-depth story. Like, that doesn't bother me at all. Like, I'm not expecting you to, like, create a great work of art in a three-minute trailer for a magic set. So that doesn't really matter. I thought it was visually it looked fine i don't really know anime so maybe i don't have any like reference point but when i saw it i was like oh that's like kind of cool that's kind of like cool sword fighting and stuff on the other hand we always deal with this with the youtube where we're like okay this thumbnail It's pretty cool, but no one's going to know we're playing Magic. Like, would someone at a glance know this is for Magic? If this trailer was not posted on the official, like, WotC site, and if it didn't randomly have, like, Wilds of Alderaan logo pop up in the middle of it for no real apparent reason, I wouldn't have known it was... I wouldn't known it was magic related, so I think to me it didn't feel very magic-y. That doesn't mean that it's bad, and I'm definitely not the intended audience for a for an anime trailer. But I didn't really get the magic vibe out of it. But I didn't think it was bad for like a random anime thing for three minutes. So I say the original was way better. I think it's tough too because it's competing was with it the bad original or a anime thing. <laughs> It's it's competing with the original Eldrain trailer, which I believe is the best trailer they've ever made. Like yes. the, the Sur Ginger trailer from original Eldrain for my money is the best. And it like had Garrick and it had characters from the set that are now in the new set. Yeah. Like that one actually felt more magicky to me. So I think not being magic y enough is a fair criticism. But I also like I don't know. It wasn't bad. Like it was fine. <laughs> does it does it make you want to buy a box of Eldrain, Seth? No. <laughs> I don't see the thing is I don't want to open Will and Rowan. Now that I know that's who they are, those are the cards I'm trying not to open. So no, it didn't. It did not.
1: (laughs) How does that wait? What? How does that hurt the the fact that it's it's Will and Rowan? Why does Uh, that make you not want to buy it? Their cards aren't very
0: good. Their cards. Although Will might be good in Soul Sisters, maybe I'm going to try it. Maybe I want to cast Objections in my Soul Sisters deck.
1: (laughs) So if so, what you're saying is if they just made a Soul Sisters uh, an anime based off the Soul Sisters deck, you you then. like I,
0: I swing your shirt stuff. around
1: your head, foam finger. Like here we go. I'd watch a full okay. season of that.
2: The Soul Sisters <laughs> anime. <laughs> Richard, <laughs> I, I think I think Crim brought up a good point though. I think I, I've lost my Weeb card. So the Weeb ranking on Commander, or I'm uh, sorry, on MTG Goldfish is Crim, Seth. And then Richard. (laughs) Seth has surpassed me.
0: I I can't believe I moved ahead of you. I mean, mean, Seth has probably more
2: recently watched anime than me. Probably by several tens of hours, actually.
1: (laughs) I can't believe you. Yeah, like, Richard, what's going on? on the? I poo-pooed
2: Smothering Tide. Yeah. (laughs) I poo-pooed the trailer. I I don't even know what anime is anymore, Krim. I'm going to go (laughs) back to watching... What, what Bo, Bo, Bo Jack Horseman? There you oh go. God. There you I go. go. The I'm gonna anime. watch Chick of the Hill. I'm gonna watch <laughs> hey, this. <Citizens>. That's, <laughs> that's, that's where it's at. <laughs>
1: Some would say that's an anime.
2: Also, yeah, like, who would say that? Smothering
1: Tide that you poo pooed is now one of the most popular, like, like anime arts you could open. It's like,
2: is it actually? Oh my yeah, goodness Yeah, it's like right popular. under. <laughs> I do not take it, that back. <laughs>
1: it's like 300 or something like that. 400 if you open the
2: spaghetti foil. There's too many crims out there. There's too many (laughs) crims out there.
0: (laughs) Dozens of us. Dozens. All right, let's let's keep moving on from the world of trailers to the world of Magic Arena. Now we're gonna talk Wilds of Eldraine, but uh, there's a couple of posts on Reddit this week about renewal gifts. So when uh, we have rotation, which we didn't really have this year for Standard, but when we go to the big fall set, Wizards traditionally does this like renewal gift thing where they give you some free cards to help your collection for the new rotation, and uh, people are complaining because it was a lot of alchemy. Some people open their their IRCs and it was like pretty much all alchemy cards, and apparently alchemy cards are now in golden packs, too, which is something that didn't happen in the past. What do you think about Wizards handing out alchemy cards? I guess in some sense it makes, as much as I don't really like this change, but I guess in some sense it makes sense that there was no standard rotation. The problem is alchemy is still just, at least in the magic internet community, something people love to complain about, so I don't know why Wizards thought... There would not be angry reddit posts when you open up your IRCs and it's a bunch of alchemy cards. It seems like the obvious thing that would happen there, but why do they keep pushing this? why Why will they never give up on this alchemy thing?
1: You know, that is a good question. <laughs> uh, i I have no idea. Honest to God, I have no idea. I mean, if um, Lord of
0: the Rings and canceling standard rotation doesn't make people play alchemy, I like—I can't imagine what would make them do it. Like, if that's not enough to get people to embrace the format, what what is going to do it? <laughs> Remove standard. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. They're like, this is the only format. This
2: is it. <laughs> uh, I mean, is renewal is supposed to give you stuff because your your stuff rotated? Like, isn't True. that the whole idea of the renewal gifts? So, the only format that rotated was Alchemy. So, getting more Alchemy cards kind of makes sense, right? People just don't like Alchemy, but it's not like we had a standard renewal or anything like that, right? We, we have all your standard cards. that are still playable. So, this kind of made sense, but people just don't like the format and are looking to complain anytime Alchemy pops up. So, yeah, but I don't know why Wizards won't kill the format. Like, they're hoping for that second half comeback or something, right? I don't <laughs> know. What's gonna Just, do it to turn it around? I don't know no like, right I now don't know why. But <laughs> Russell Wilson, I, 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 I would sure move the team to a different city, rebrand, and start anew. Right, throw the season up your draft spot, rebrand,
0: and try again. Right, me, me, we need I don't mega, know right right now. Mega Where's Mega Alchemy?
2: <laughs> it, it feels as
1: likely to happen that Alchemy makes a comeback like the Giants did
0: yesterday. <laughs> with, <laughs> like so, ouch. <laughs> I mean, so I, I agree with Richard. There was no standard rotation, so that makes sense. Although the golden packs getting alchemy-only card is a little bit weird because even if you're, like, trying to buy standard stuff, you just are going to get them accidentally in your golden packs. But, yeah, whatever, we're, we're quibbling. Let's talk about actual standard. So wilds of Eldorain has been out for a week, which means we are actually getting our first results from events. There's moto events. There was a big MTG melee standard event that, uh, had like 128 people right on release weekend. So first off, before we get into the, the actual data and deck list, what are y'all's impression of wilds of Eldorain in constructed specifically standard, I guess, first, like, uh, what's your, what's your experience been this first week of our new format? Oh, it's been sick. Right? Like I mean, I, I've I've had a, a good
1: time playing it. Uh the ma- the major things are like, for example, I've run into the end a lot on the ladder. Uh <laughs> and I, I play around it by actually just being allergic to the idea of four ofs uh um, so you don't play creatures
0: anyway what are, what are they ending out of your deck miser one of everything <laughs>
1: i'm i'm out here playing commander and standard it's called and, and it's look it shows and it pays off when someone tries to hit my like i don't know my my wandering emperor i'm like Haha, i only had two no. <laughs> and uh, other than that i mean i've seen a lot of new cards and I think one of the things that I've seen a lot of as well, and I mean we'll talk about in a minute, is fairies. I've seen a lot of fairies. Uh, the one drop and like you know has has been doing work and like the one drop with likeness looters still still a solid interaction uh, and I've also seen a huge res- like like surge in uh, uh, Talion. As in, not not like it's a four of. Uh, I know because I've been looking at people's decks um, while using the end. Uh, I I've <laughs> I've noticed that a lot of people are are running a a few copies now, and I'm seeing splits between like Shealdred's and like other four drops. So as of right now, week one, I'm seeing yeah, there's still Shealdred, but you know the, it's not like people are just playing it on four, and they're not just four Shealdreds. I'm seeing the four-drop slot open up a bit, um, and also on top of that, like I am, I I had a really really cool deck uh, that I threw together. I don't think it's like S tier or anything like that, but um, it was Staff of Completion and the new Ashiok and Ooh. all the Planeswalkers that have Phyrexian mana costs. So, like, yeah, like, I'm just exiling off the top of my deck whenever I have Ashok, because for those that don't know, Ashok's passive uh, is, w- uh, uh, l- let me read it to you. If you would pay life while your library has at least that many cards in it, exile that many cards from the top of your library. So, Staff of Completion, if you don't remember that all-star, it's an absolute house with Ashok, because as you know, that, that card will, like, seriously chew up your health right like every it's a three mana mana rock and you pay one life to destroy your own permanent pay two life add one of any color pay three to proliferate and then pay four to draw a card and then five mana to untap it it's the pay three life to proliferate that is huge because within a turn cycle you can now ultimate ashiok and that's huge when i'm playing the black virtue card because for two mana. You put seven mana value into exile, meaning that Ashiok is going to exile at least seven. So it's been a sweet deck, and I've been mixing that up with Toxic. So, like, you know, the <laughs> Prologue to Phyresis, Proliferate, win through Infect or exiling your opponent's library.
0: Sounds like. Sounds like a crim deck. I mean, I've seen Ashiok once, and I did actually die to it, but I was playing Jank at the time, so I didn't know really how to judge it. I will say, though, like, Standard's been better than I expected. Like, Shieldred is still the premium threat, and it's still in a lot of decks, but I've also seen a lot of people trying new things, more so than I expected. I would say even within the realm of Shieldred decks, like, heading into Wilds of Eldraine... It was pretty much Demir and Mono Black. Those were like by far the most popular Shieldred colors and the biggest decks in the format, alongside Esper Control. But now we're starting to see the results from these new events, and it looks like Golgari or Jund might actually be the most popular Shieldred mid range. Like we see, uh, really a split: Rakdos, Jund, Golgari. We see Mosswood Red Knight being uh, being pretty good. I'm feeling feeling pretty good about uh, thinking that would be one of the best cards in Standard. We've seen Glissa really resurrect herself. And become like a staple in these decks. So you still got Shieldred, but you are playing legitimately a lot of new cards. So even the Shieldred decks are new in some way, which is is kind of refreshing. I think I, I've been surprised at how much the format has actually been shaken up. I mean, yeah,
2: yeah. So yeah, looking at the latest st- standard challenge, we have a mono red aggro, a domain list, uh Esper midrange, Azoria soldiers, the Golgari deck that Seth talked about. We're wrong about Mossberg Dread Knight. Uh, Wait, mono white aggro week one fairies week one azoria soldiers. Uh, so a good mix, uh, a good mix of non shouldered decks there. If we look at the uh large tournament that Seth was talking about, Naya tokens actually took that one down. That's that no so shoulders, mm. and then the, the the rest of the card, the rest of the decks are black. So Esper mid range, Golgari mid range, Orzhov aggro, Golgari ramp, Demir tempo, Golgari mid range. Uh, so there there is some spice here and we're seeing a lot of new cards. And like that said, green is back on the menu <laughs> apparently, Golgari. so even though it's a black, it black deck, yeah, at least there are new black. cards in there. <laughs> there are new
0: cards that we're seeing in there. Uh but it's still it's still it's still a black deck. <laughs> I I know you kind of mentioned the the do, domain deck that came in second in the Standard Challenge. That deck if you actually look at the list is actually way wilder than just a domain deck. So this is actually it's a new deck that ju- people are just start talking about. It's a cascade combo deck and the goal of the deck is to play Invasion of Alara, Invasion of Alara essentially cascades until you hit two things mana value, four or less. If you look at the deck list, the only things you can cascade into are Bramble Familiar and one go for the throw. So you get to the go for the throw, but you definitely need a Bramble Familiar. Bramble Familiar, you do the Valky trick, where you get to cast the seven-man oh. adventure side in mill seven cards, and you're hoping to hit Cemetery Desecrator, which then comes into play, removes the counters from the invasion of Alara, flips it, copies it, like, does all this wild stuff, and you just win the game. So it's actually built to be, like, a Standard cascade deck. I've been playing it a little bit just this morning. The deck is really cool and it kind of crushes fair decks. I don't know how you ever be like fairies with it. Like if some if they just leave up counters and counter your invasion of Alara, like you're you're very, very sad. But if your opponent's not interacting with you, the deck's actually like hilarious and pretty effective so uh, that's like something super duper new that we haven't seen so even the deck said like yeah it is domain you do have some of the same domain synergies but it's doing something very different than we've seen in the past the same is true of that naya tokens deck i absolutely love that, that tokens deck. Deck is probably six. my favorite Which, deck in standard at the moment
1: It it's using the pia from from uh aftermath so, yeah, so it's got Pia. the exile engine. Yeah. If you uh, cast, and, a,
0: if you play anything from exile, essentially you get a one, one hasty thopter. So yeah. And then you just play and, all the impulse draw effects, like reckless impulse, Ren's resolve, questing druid. So you're just, you draw like so many cards, but don't care about shield right because you like- you're not actually drawing cards because it's all imposters. So you just like draw through your deck and make a million Thopters. And then Krim, what closes out the game? What closes yeah, wait, out the yeah, game? Exactly.
1: <laughs> Let's you know It is it. week one. It is week one, but for the first, like I, I, I was I, I did say the white virtue card is the best one, and it closes with the white virtue, which is two mana. You can get a flash two mana two two vigilant uh uh knight. As its adventure side. And then, by the way, when you cast it from exile and net a thopter, you'll be able to now get your enchantment, which is going to give all your thopters plus one plus one and, and uh, like all your creatures. And then it untaps all your creatures right after. So, okay. So, <laughs> dude. The the right. virtue we'll give well, Krim whatever.
2: the W there, but the actual virtue that won is the black one, right? Mm. Even within that tournament, yeah, it's in thirty percent, thirty seven percent of decks. In the standard challenge, it's in fifty percent of decks. Yeah. The black Sorry. virtue w- which every, not w. That's the one that reanimates every turn and is also a removal spell. Like, shocker, removal spell into bomb, <laughs> like is yeah. a good card. We 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 saw this with Uro. We knew this was gonna happen as long as minus three minus three killed something. And it does in our format. So, Persistence, I think, is actually the winner from Eldrin. Like, it's like everywhere, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, that card uh, just goes into pretty much any black deck. I mean, I imagine you're playing it in some of your control decks, right, Krim? Are you not playing some number of it?
1: In Esper for Control, no. no I, really? I, mean, I have no reason. He doesn't well, need don't, a win
2: like, <laughs> card. doesn't
0: want to win. He just wants to. He real removal. He needs real, removal. <laughs> it needs real like, removal. Doesn't need a win
2: card.
1: What am I gonna do with it? Just turn on all your <laughs> removal? No, I'd, I'd rather just have hard removal. Right? Like like right now, I'd rather just have a clean answer. Yeah. Um. That we also we also did see Decadent Dragon show up in a super sweet Grixis mid range deck. Uh. I don't know if you all saw that. It, it was like somewhere around like twelfth to thirteenth or something. Mm. Uh. But. Yeah, like, and it's a full four copies of that. So, yeah, this this is a very sweet tournament. Uh, we see a lot of new cards being played, but I'm curious to see how, if any of these stay, right? Like, which one of these stay? I think the tokens deck has staying power because, in a, you know, if everyone's trying to do mon- like Black X mid range, right? Yeah. Most of those decks aren't like running too many sweepers outside of maybe gix's command and it's like a one of
0: and even so, that you can outscale with like your wedding announcements and with your uh adventure stuff Yeah, like you can just pump your creatures big enough that it doesn't actually kill your stuff
1: exactly so right now we're seeing a lot of these and i i i'm still not sure like like that the black uh virtue is gonna stick in every deck i, I think it's something people are trying right now like maybe maybe like the like, I think in about a few weeks Golgari midrange might fall off a little bit and then I think Demir kind of Demir kind of goes back <laughs> up or some form of like like you know control y versions of it, it right
2: it, I think it depends on what the other deck in the format is whether you need to be more grindy in aggro or whether you need the counter spells because yeah. Demir came out because control is a dominant deck right so you're like wow i can just put blue in here and get it done. Uh, but if you know everyone's playing, I guess one for one control, then your your recurring uh, two drop will will get you there, right? So it, it's going to depend on what the third deck in the metagame is, what what color you play. But just look at the most played cards; they're all black, right? It's a yeah. it's a black X format still. Uh, so from the challenge, which is the most recent tournament we have, uh, cut down, go for the throat, uh, are up there. Virtue persistence, then Shouldred. Dress and then wedding announcement Bramble Familiar. Do any decks outside the Cascade deck play Bramble Familiar? Is that just an indication of how popular that deck is becoming?
0: Uh, I think that's pretty new. I think it shows up in just some like random Golgari decks on occasion, but it's yeah, it
2: is a mana, it is a two mana mana dork if you play it for the non adventure side. And then Leyline Binding, Graveyard Trespasser, Disdainful Dro- uh, Stroke, so still predominantly black. Uh, But we're seeing other decks pop up. On the other tournament, Wandering Emperor and Sunfall are up there in the most played cards. Uh, And then Virtue Persistent is there. So Virtue Persistent is the one Eldraine card consistently in the top. Um, And then, of course, our Agagari decks. So interesting to see where we end up. Uh, Even previous standard, we, we, we jumped around. Remember, we started black. Then we played Rakdos. And then we did Grixis. And then, you know, wh- whatever support cards to best support your children. <laughs> That is <laughs> essentially, yeah. for the metagame, right? Uh, Although... This what it, what was happening. So I, I, I predict the same thing will happen here. Any viable color will, will get its time to shine, like, depending on what the rest of the meta is doing. What
1: about um, Mono black, Red of course. taking down the standard challenge, though? It's got yeah. a few cards in there, too. It's got Godric, the dragon cosplay dude, and then oh, Charming Jay. Scoundrel. Uh, which we knew would be pretty solid, right? Like these, me- these are right. Like, and it and it has been. So yeah, uh, like, and in there, in that whole thing you're you're you see fairies it's not blue black mid range it's blue black fairies that is like <laughs> coming up at the top there. I'm not gonna say that doesn't make me happy but uh definitely makes me very happy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, that, I mean you still got Shealdred in there in gigs. Hard to respect the fairies <laughs> when they're just playing Shealdred, but still just <laughs> the greatest uh, fairy of them all Seth. <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> honorary fairy what they, do you... they tickle your opponent down into shoulder and kill range. That's what they do.
0: <laughs> what do you think of the fairy archetype, Grim? I know you're a big fan of it. Like so moving forward in standard, do you think it's like generic Demir or Fairies that will be the, the more played of those two archetypes?
1: I think it's probably going to be fairies because Fairies seems to be doing what Demir Midrange wants to do what was doing, but at a pretty Cheap rate and kind of has it, it. It plays super nice. Um, it doesn't have a ton of flash like the old fairies, but it does play just really, really, really
0: nice. God. I mean, you get you get really good spells, and Fairy Mastermind yeah. is a card that. Is really good. I think it's come into its own. It's been played forever, like since it was printed, but it's really come into its own. I think recently, thanks to fairies. And I will say that Sleep Curse Fairy is better than I thought. The truth. When I first read, I, I don't know if I'd say it's the truth, but how is it it, I, I thought it was truth? unplayable jank, and it's like yeah. it's an okay one drop for fairies. It's Yo, actually like it's actually on. not that bad. <laughs> Seth. I'm give not gonna it go it, any further, it further than flowers. that. Not, how do, no. how, do you, how do
2: you? What's the play pattern for it? Like so why is it? Good? Much
0: People play it on turn one and then either they just like counter your stuff for a few turns and eventually untaps or if they have nothing going on, they just spend some mana to untap it quicker. The thing that. They can also I swing and I didn't really untap. take into consideration, yeah, it's like, in the late game, it's got this pseudo-vigilance oh, vigilance. when you have enough mana that you can, like, just untap it. So I've gotten got a few times by, like, oh, I'm swinging, <laughs> they're tapped out, and they're like, ha untap my sleep crystal. And they're like, come on, dude. Like, don't do that to me. But, yeah, so it's it's well, so actually it's not bad, bad Dalver.
2: It It's like the Dalver that couldn't flip <laughs> oh, for oh, three <laughs> <laughs> turns, and then at, and then it has, like, mega-vigilance. No, vigilance, no, like, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Well, no, it has board. No, you can't even kill this Dalver, too.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and this is, that ward is so relevant, and it's it's better than Delver because, A, Delver never flips for me. It's a 1-1. So, so this is at least a 3-3 guaranteed, but, like, dude, the ward? The ward really is the, sick.
0: Uh, really, I think it's, though, partly a product of the spells because, like, fairy fencing, spell stutter, and ego drain are so good. Ego drain is like, house. Just having a one-drop fairy even if it's not going to untap for a few turns is really, really powerful just because it turns on all of these like incredibly Uh, strong spells on turn two. So you get to like play it on turn one and then untap and like kill something plus thought seize or whatever. And that's kind of, you can't even get blown out.
2: They can't even kill your, (laughs) your fairy in response because it has ward yeah children's <laughs> going up in sleep.
0: value to kill the the sleep curse it, it, fairy of all things <laughs> y-
1: yeah because it's not unplayable jank and it's pretty oh, it's God, the
2: truth cribs format <laughs> fairies <laughs> is working <laughs> edicts are actually a thing oh my goodness <laughs>
1: dude I, it's so but like ego drain is
2: like a that's thought, thought sees, right that's if you have a fairy but if you don't yeah. have a fairy, you got to exile a card
1: Which, for those that don't know, uh, because I see people casting this all the time, if I kill your fairy in response, you do have to exile
0: (laughs) you.
2: That's why the ward is very important on that that sleep curse fairy, right? Because it's very – on turn two, they're not going to kill it unless they have the edict or whatever,
1: right? Yeah. Also, do do you want to know something that is quietly – just making its rounds in standard that no one talks about enough. Well, void like,
0: yeah, void <laughs> red. No, 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 it's not void red. No, it's not <laughs> void red. Although
1: Although it is, it, it you know, people know that it 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 exists. But I'm seeing it more now, more than ever. Uh, it's Mirex. I was talking about oh. it back when it came out, but Mirex. I've won so many games against these fairy decks, these control decks. Literally doing nothing, just but activate. Like my streams, seen me do it. I've done nothing at all except activate (laughs) Murex. How how many?
0: (laughs) I don't know. You've done
2: nothing. I think you have just stuffed the opponent's (laughs) game plan very hard, and our castle art unveiling your way to victory here. (laughs) This is better than castle art. (laughs) It is actually. It's a much faster clock. Double, double. Is it better though, Chris? Because it doesn't block.
1: No, but, but like. You know what else? Bo- you know what does block? Literally all my sweepers and answers and, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and counterspells. That's like blocking, dude. Like Merex, You know, I I like I, I said it when it came out. Everybody kind of like you know memed on it, but like
0: it closes, yeah. dude.
1: It's so good.
0: How many do you play though? Like one, like one or two. Like you can't jam four of them, right? Because they're kind of colorless after the first turn.
1: It depends what deck, right? Like, I if I'm playing my Voidrend Heavy deck, uh, I'll probably <laughs> play two, right? And then if I'm it's playing, hold the Nibirix for the right time to cast Voidrend. <laughs> 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 yeah, <laughs> I, I do.
2: <laughs> but yeah, like the the
1: card has just skyrocketed for me, uh, with the, where this mid range and controly meta has been, right? Speaking.
0: <laughs> Speaking of lands grim, what about creature lands? What's your what's your initial impression? I see them in a lot of decks. They get fired up sometimes. I mean, how yeah. how powerful are they in 2023 standard?
1: So, I have only been playing the black white one mm-hmm. because the black white one in some depending on the like some formats, right? Like where actually right now red is kind of popular, so it's been paying off. That the, you have this one four that I have actually like the blue blacks like I had the blue black uh, uh proliferate deck I had, I just added white just so that I can animate, have this one four that gains me life against aggro. And it's it's been really good. The only thing that's a little bit awkward right now is Yes, the colors are kind of weird. They're they're good lands, but the colors that are needed aren't the Colors that the tier
2: decks are playing, right? Like there's no blue yeah, yeah, white I can't even find one in the top eight list here. Everyone's yeah. like shows Foundry rather well, than
0: they're... any of the duels. Gotta be in the Golgari decks, right? Did the Golgari decks? No, they play, not play Foundry. The... Really? Interesting. They play Boseju.
2: They, they play Foundry. Oh wait, one wait, wait Restless the, Cottage. The oh no, there's two yeah, Restless, Restless Cottages. Cottage cottage. Here. Okay, Found Only it. a couple. And then and then Takanuma. But they got they got a split of Foundry and Cottage. Well, I've the seen... reason Oh, go ahead, I, I,
1: I think the reason why that that is is as I said, right? Like it's like right now, the colors aren't aren't there yet, right? Like we need, like is there's if there's a Grixis deck, maybe like the uh, the white red deck that I don't know, like got like. I don't know 27th place in the standard challenge has <laughs> restless bouviac so the next drop off <laughs> I'm
0: playing yeah I think that's I, like 1 four and, three, and three, 3 or something they, Oh, okay, no, they, four that's and, three. A four that's four and three. 3 that's better than I thought it's 4 3
1: <laughs> so like the thing here is this these lands they are getting played in the colors that use them but we're not really seeing that right and the tokens deck that you had met, that we saw that won the event I don't think it can afford a tap land.
0: I was actually going to say that. But it plays free. i I've been playing that deck a lot. That's the deck I've played the most in the last couple of days. And... I think i'm gonna cut the restless bivouacs like there's been a couple of times where i have fired them up and they've been nice in the late game but there's been way more times when i really want to untap land and i'm playing this tapped and having to like not play another spell that turn because i'm playing the tap land so i almost think the in the token deck it's actually not worth it just because they come into play tap too often like so i'm actually considering cutting it from the tokens list i think they're still good but i think you're right that like they just don't fit in the most popular color combinations. The colors of the lands just don't line up with the, the meta that well. But that'll probably change. We I mean, I haven't been standard for three years. So I think I have been impressed with their power level overall. Like, I think they're all good enough to see play. And once the right color combinations are popular, I expect that we'll see a lot more of the, the creature lands, because they still feel good. Moving on from standard, though, we got a couple, couple updates on older formats. So in modern... We haven't seen a super huge impact from uh wilds of Eldraine so far. This isn't like a, we have, um, uh, oh, what have we, what have we seen? Crim? The bean. The, there's two cards. Really? One of them is, is the bean up a beanstalk. We were talking, uh, we were talking about this last cast and I was pretty much like, eh, is it really worth it? Well, it appears that people, at least for now think it is. And, uh, there's multiple decks in the, the last modern super qualifier, uh, that are up a beanstalk decks, not just playing an up a beanstalk. They're playing the full four copies and just like jamming a bunch of expensive stuff. It's kind of funny because, like, I don't know how many cards you need to draw. They're playing like four one rings and four up a beanstalks and like furies and solitudes. But apparently, up a beanstalk is actually a, a legitimate card. Do you think it'll stick, Richard? You play a bit of modern. Like, is this a re- are people just testing this out and the novelty is going to wear off, or is this actually just the truth?
2: If you can get away with it, it's the truth, right? Like we we poo-pooed the one ring because we're like, ah, there's no way you can take turn four off and just like play this thing and lose life every turn. You can and you will, right? (laughs) So if you are allowed to take turn two off and play up the beanstalk, then you will eventually win, right? If you're not like dead, (laughs) like immediately, you know, in the next two turns. So as long as we get away with it, and I think we'll get away with it. Right, because my, my question was like, how can someone be allowed to play the one ring? You just kill them before then. And the answer is we cannot kill someone in modern before the one ring comes down. <laughs> so that leads me to believe that you can't kill someone with you know, taking turn two off with up the beanstalk. And the one ring probably helps, right? Because you up the beanstalk, you're behind in tempo, then you one ring uh to stay alive, and then you untap, and then you just like draw eight thousand cards a turn. So Roughly. My guess is it's the truth until we get better aggro cards or better <laughs> I mean how do you Stacks pieces? I think it's the, like it's all the free spells, right? Like yeah. you're you're allowed to take off a turn because then you draw like a million cards, and you fire off all your free spells, and now you're even except you have this like incredible draw engine. So my guess is that's it, and that aggro cannot get in there and combos like too too nerfed to get anything done. So maybe Modern Horizons 3 will actually give us a threat that people can't just take their turns off to draw cards. Uh, but, what would that even yeah. be?
0: Like if Raghavan is not that... What do we need? Two toughness Raghavan so it doesn't knight a bowmaster? Raghavan so like a, that one mana mana allow three, people three to haste? cast three spells. Uh, yeah. Or every time you cast a spell, if you didn't pay mana,
2: like take five damage or something like that. <sighs> oh, like, it's a,
1: the, the design's already there. You just make Raghavan instead of exiling the top card and you have to cast it... F- with your own mana, it's just exile the top card, cast it without paying its cost.
0: Oh, no, 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 no. There
2: it okay, is. How, okay, how did <laughs> Isamaru one mana three three? If an opponent spends no mana to cast a spell, counter that spell, something like that. Or yeah, they, that or might each, be. Maybe each opponent, like each spell, has a minimum cost of one or something. But that maybe that may that might not be enough. It has to be like two or something, maybe. But it, but give yeah. us the white Isamaru back, power creep him, so he actually stuffs someone and then. To
1: so town. a good void mirror,
2: <laughs> basically, yeah. yeah,
0: a void yeah. mirror and a one man a three three body. Apparently, <laughs> I mean, I just think don't right, give though. us more it's... free spells. Wizards is like, I heard
2: you like free spells. Here's this new cycle of free spells with <laughs> some know... condition that's very easy to meet. Uh, <laughs> you know and then it's we just don't need lands and turns and anything anymore. We just fire off free spells and chain them off by drawing with our up the beanstalks. <laughs>
0: Isn't that just Yu Gi Oh? Isn't Yu Gi Oh the game that doesn't have any resource system? You just play all your cards and something happens. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) yeah, pretty much, right? You've described basically every other card game, right? Like, Pokemon's the same thing,
2: right? Like, what is card draw, right? You just draw your whole library. You just fire off all your spells and hope you don't deck yourself before they die. Like this is
1: we kind of get. Pokemon there, right? has a resource system. First off, energies. Okay, uh, uh, Yu yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh kind of does. <laughs> Synchro. I mean. Uh, like X's material,
2: like you, you love drawing cards, right, Seth? Here we go. Yeah, I do love, draw I cards. Do <laughs> love drawing cards. Yeah, now you don't even die game. drawing cards. You can just draw cards.
0: I gotta plan up a beanstalk deck. The only problem is, like, I wanna, I wanna try it. The only problem is, the rest of the deck is like the most common build is just like four color Omnath stuff, like one rings Omnaths, like. So I don't know if I can get away with that. Maybe i got to try to brew a different version of it. But I do want to play it and just see how it feels. The other card that's really taking off in modern and getting actually pretty expensive, at least on Magic Online, is Egg of the Soul Cauldron. Uh, Egg of the Soul Cauldron. One of my favorite cards from the set. It's the one that, like, exiles stuff from the graveyard, steals activated abilities. Uh, everything with a counter has the abilities of anything that's exiled with it. So this is showing up in a couple different shells. The biggest one is Yagmoth has adopted it. Also, Hardened Scales has adopted it. And we've seen some, like, fringe decks, like Green-White Life Gain combo is playing it. But I think Soul Cauldron actually, like really really good. I was thinking like people would try it in modern but maybe it wouldn't actually stick in the decks cuz how many like you got the Ozolith you got hardened scales how many non creature support cards can you actually fit in a deck like hardened scales well, apparently you can uh, fit quite a few because Soul Cauldron is showing up is usually like a two or three of. Actually the decks are playing more copies than like the Ozolith now uh, in these decks because it's so incredibly perfect with like Arcbound Ravager or whatever. Even like Walking ballista, just giving all of your creatures the abilities of like a Walking Blister Arcbound Ravager is incredibly scary and then it lets Yogg like rebuild from the graveyard. You can exile your Rog to give everything that ability. So Soul Cauldron uh, is a card that I've been very, very impressed with. So it'll be cool to see what else people figure out to do with that card, but is anything else It's also graveyard hate. It right? is? Yeah.
2: Like, you know, we we actually do need main deck graveyard hate in modern, right?
0: So the it's fact like- that it actually does that too is kind of wild. It's almost unlicensers, right? Unlicensers, I guess you yeah. exile two cards instead of one, but this still like exiles a card starting on turn two every turn, which is very, very powerful. So yeah, you get a little a uh, little hate card aspect as well. Finally, uh apparently Beseech the Mirror, kind of breaking vintage. Uh it seems like that card is really taken off it's shown up in a lot of the top vintage uh challenge decks just missed winning the last one doomsday one but esper tinker would beseech the mirror uh was second place i believe at the event and uh it's a it's a full of like four of like we're just we're just going off and like winning on turn one uh, so it'll be interesting to see if that card remains legal. i've seen a lot of conversations just about like here's my crazy turn one line Maybe that's just how vintage is, and you expect Force of Will to be the card that, like, saves everyone. Like, maybe there's enough degenerate things that went on turn one, it doesn't matter. But it seems like Beseech the Mirror is uh, is kind of having a big impact in a, the older formats. What do you think about what are Besiege? people Beseeching for? <sighs> so there's, anything? like... Okay, so you, you can Beseech for a whole bunch of different things, like but there's a bunch of turn one win lines that end with you like beseeching and then like looping the beseech and eventually winning with a tendrils of agony after you like recast all the things in your graveyard so that's a common line they're uh, beseeching for the time vault combo you get one half of the time vault combo and then you're able to like take infinite turns so it's mostly like find uh, vintage is so weird because a lot of decks have several different win cons you're just playing all the busted cards and you figure out based on your hand like what is my plan for this almost like CDH where like you have several different combos that can win the game and you look at your hand and you're like oh this hand is going to win with Oracle or this hand I'm going on the ad nauseum plan or whatever so it's kind of like that like if sometimes you're getting Yogwill to recast your graveyard recast the besieged try to get a tendrils win on turn one that way sometimes you're getting a, just a time walk or a tinker to get your big finisher that direction a bolus to sit it down and win that way uh, but the card is it's really busted what do you think outside of vintage is that card have you seen that in standard much Grim? I've seen some like Obnixless stacks Some, making a comeback yeah. and people trying to like beseech off them are, are they good though like is beseech good enough for standard
1: it's okay I mean I don't know like what is it getting <laughs> right it's like, very very sad when children? you can't
0: beseech it I'm always laughing when my opponent just like diabolic tutors like yeah, that's that's pretty good Yeah, <laughs> well, you can't get bargain the... it yeah if you don't have the way to actually bargain it and you have to just tutor to your hand it's so bad but
2: yeah, like Gari deck
0: not play any? Why would it? don't think any don't of those decks are playing it. None. So the thing is, you got to remember... Is there just you need more it.
2: Shouldreds without playing more Shouldreds? <laughs> like well, is like is this is your way around the end? You can play four of these to get more... You know, get Shouldreds without having to play four Shouldreds? Like, you have to bargain something. Is there...
0: That's the... What, what that's about Rakdos? What, what is... if we go back to
2: Rakdos and we play Blood Tithe, whatever, the two-drop... That gives you the, yep. to- the blood token that you can now bargain. Maybe that's where we go. Yeah, I mean, I think there is the, a the cost to is... the bargaining.
0: Like Golgari, I don't think has the permanent types to bargain off of very consistently. So I think that's the, the issue there. Like you do have to have an artifact enchantment or token to sacrifice, which does limit it. But uh, what, uh, what were you saying, Kreb?
1: No, I mean like, yeah, it's, it's kind of limiting uh, in, in types. And I just feel like, I don't know, quite, quite often it, does just feel like it's I don't know, I, I don't know what it is about it like it just doesn't play as well as you would think it would right like every <laughs> unless you're a combo deck right I I don't see a
2: reason for it. If if you believe Shouldred is the best card in the format, you could play eight Shouldreds here. <laughs> can, Do we can, actually uh, need support cards? Do we it can get your end, Crim. It can get your end. It can get oh, avoid rend. <laughs>
0: The times I've run into it, prank, the, the the times
1: I've run into it, all I've seen is people cast it and then like it gets countered by spell stutter, right? Like it's like, <laughs>
0: well, that's true of like every spell though, right? <laughs> like, that's, that's, most things. Fair, get but you're not. You had to yeah, bargain. You had to bargain. So you had to go down something, guys. You got countered. So that's yeah, it's actually worse <laughs> off than normal. Oh, uh, anyway. I think that's most of the the impact we're seeing from Wilds of Eldraine. Any uh, any final thoughts before we hit up a fish mail or two? Oh, yes, I want to mention, uh, we're going to be in Vegas. This is not exactly fish mail, but the whole Goldfish crew going to be at uh, Magic on Vegas in a couple of weeks. So if you're going to be in Vegas, stop in and uh, say hello. We'll sign your stuff. Maybe we get into games. So, uh, yeah, if you're going to be in Vegas, stop and say hi for sure. Anyway, Richard why don't you fish mail us all right if you have questions send them
2: to at mtg goldfish with the hashtag energy and we'll get to your questions on air uh what do you guys from ron what do you guys think of modern becoming a large rotating format every year they remove the earliest year available so this is going what was it called extended
0: Yeah, like super Uh, huge extended. (laughs) 20-year extended or something. Twenty, well, Yeah, I guess it would be like 20-year extended.
2: I think we might have actually had a point for this at some point, but now Modern rotates with all the new cards anyway. Like Modern Horizons 3 will cause like a metagame shift, which is effectively a rotation. So I don't think we need this anymore, but I don't know, like do we... Do we like playing with all the old cards? Is there any reason to remove old cards from the format? I,
0: I would rather see it go the other direction. You start lopping off the most recent years, so the old cards still have a chance. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's rotate and reverse. So we're just reverse. counting down <laughs> till the day's jund becomes viable
2: again. Yeah, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, let's let's get modern modern would be great
0: at that point. <laughs> but, I mean, really, though, I don't see the point of it. Like, So the first year, you'd lop off, like, mirrored in block. What does that really do? Make sure, like, no one can ever play Affinity, no one can play Harden Scales. Like, ah, that doesn't seem, like, I think those cards are the good guys these days. In a world of, like, Modern Horizons and Lord of the Rings, I would rather see, like, those cards somehow be more supported so we see them more often. So I don't view old cards from 20 years ago as being a problem, and I don't even think it's a financial problem anymore. Like, they've been reprimanded. I remember when Ravager, Arcbound Ravager, was like, a prohibitively expensive card that actually, like, caused problems. Like, you couldn't play Budget Affinity because Ravager was so expensive, but they've reprinted it a ton of times. It's not as played as it was before. Now it's, like, five bucks or something, ten bucks. Like, it's it's not an issue. So even those old cards, they aren't even a financial burden anymore. So I don't really see the point in, like, cutting those cards out of Modern.
1: We're so far from those days.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> uh, how, how could we lop off new cards in a way that wizards would be happy about it Mm. because it it would be very funny if you just wiped modern horizons one and two out of modern and (laughs) (laughs) went to that meta game like that would be hilarious how would how could you even do that i don't don't even know know. how you do you you want to keep the new cards like do you want to keep Eldrain? like yeah i think it'd be pretty funny if Eldrain
0: was available but like modern horizons (laughs) one and two were not Maybe just do like a vote, like every year vote and let the community vote on a set to ban or something. I don't know. We're, we're becoming
2: 93-94 magic, right? Where you're like, okay, this this is peak Magic the Gathering and we're going to lock it in forever, right? I, <laughs> Modern is like, I don't know what it would be, like 2006 to 2012.
0: And that's are, it. Are we just all boomers, though? It reminds we me are. Every time I hear this, it reminds me of like there's that Simpsons where Homer's listening like, 70s Rock and Bart and Lisa are, like, ragging on him. And he says, everyone knows that Rock achieved perfection in 1976 or whatever. Like, is that what we are now? Or are we just those boomers are. that are looking back and, like, modern achieved perfection in 2014? <laughs> it'll it'll never be better than that. <laughs> I, I genuinely don't think, like, like, believe
1: it or not, I don't know if... Okay, we are boomers, but, right, like, but I do believe that modern actually did hit a sweet spot where it was very <laughs> balanced i know it was bad I really was like, that right after they unbanned jace the mind
2: sculptor crib <laughs> and then like that that was it You're Like right here
1: right like that brief moment when jace is unbanned no like like legitimately though before even the jace's uh Jace's unbanning to like i can't even remember what year it was but Remember like like Colligan's command was like, Oh my god, it's happening. It's like in this Yo, you know, that, Coligan's that, command that, that, deck yeah. like <laughs> I didn't know you
2: were a, you were a Judd aficionado there. I was a uh, Grixis. <laughs> Richard Grixis all on top of that. Grixis was always a legitimate archetype
0: though. <laughs> I, have, I have a question for you though, related to this. Do you think we'll ever feel that way about Pioneer? Like if I think about what I consider the glory days of modern, like 2015 era, that's when I had like 12, 13 years of sets in it. Do you think like five years from now, Pioneer is going to be like similar to modern at that time? Or his design just changed so much that it's it's not going to be able to replicate like the peak modern era or what we would call the peak modern era. The, the sounds it's neither. It's neither. Because the reason modern was so good because it was stable, right? There was like a good like
2: three or four year where everything was stable. You knew the archetypes. You had like your secret tech cards for the archetypes. And it was very predictable and everyone prospered. And in 2023, like every set, like like an earthquake happens and like your whole city gets like crumbled (laughs) and you got to like pick up the pieces. and you probably rebuild into a better city, but there's like no continuity. Like I'm just thinking... Vintage players, I'm sure, are not happy about Besiege the Mirror*. Like, what if you just wanted to play a non-rotating format? Like, if you wanted to play a format that doesn't change very often, what are you supposed to play? Like, all of them change so frequently, right? From modern all the way back to vintage, pioneer, standard. Like, there, there is no boomer format where you're like I don't want to give up the metagame I want to read one article once every six months I want to build a deck
0: I want to play it for like forever like that doesn't exist anymore right? Not officially but I think we see this from the rest of the community with all these like pre EDH pre modern 93 94 like there's many community created formats that seem to be trying to solve this exact problem like what if we just like don't allow anyone to play the new cards I don't know if those formats can ever succeed I don't want to not ever play the new cards I just (laughs) would rather be able to sometimes see some of the old cards too and not just the new cards (laughs) i mean we just gotta digitize
2: if you play a card made before like 2022 its
0: mana cost is reduced by one (laughs) just like blanket buff to like every old card They're just like apocalypse chimes for Modern Horizons. Just destroy all permanents originally printed in Modern Horizons or something.
2: <laughs> oh, what? Like every let's say like, go. Uh, okay. Count of Isamaro, one mana, three three. Any card from Modern Horizons <laughs> <laughs> set costs two more. <laughs> oh, yes, <Yeah.
1: laughs> there we go. <laughs> so it cost, but the, but I don't know if you solve anything because then it just it costs two mana, right?
2: Because everything's free. <laughs> no no no. no. You, we, 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 we put it we put it in the next standard set. Okay, it's a Doctor <laughs> Who card. Okay, so <laughs> it's a Doctor Who card. <laughs>
1: we can fix this. So we have we the tools. It. We cracked it. I, I I think that it's a mixture. Uh, it. Like, for Pioneer, I think it's not – I don't know if we're going to miss the heydays or not because we'll never get to that point if that format dies. And that format's going to die if they don't do something about Nykthos. <laughs> I'm still not happy about Pioneer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. like, it's been a very long – like, right now, yeah. it's just pretty much the only – like, I, I begrudgingly play Pioneer, right? Like, But, like, they have a chance to save it before it becomes whatever Modern is now.
0: Pioneer is such a tough one because I don't think it's like a broken format, it's just a kind of a boring format like it's so funny because we keep complaining about things changing too much and pioneer i feel like has the opposite <laughs> the opposite problem where it's just always nycthos and Rakdos, and at the top of the meta like forever so it almost has the the opposite problem as every other format but i have definitely find myself in that same position where like if i fire up arena and i have to choose between explore and historic i have been choosing historic like every single time because i think about clicking on explorer slash pioneer i'm just like i don't want to play against nycthos every other match like that does not sound appealing to me i'd rather take my chances with these digital only cards honestly uh okay last question solid gold toilet
2: do you think we will ever see another white bordered set what would wizards use it for so we've done the retro border we keep seeing them when will wizards get onto
0: the white border train and make everything white bordered you know they're gonna do it. Like if retro border worked and it has worked and been very successful, don't you think eventually they're gonna like come back around to white border like as a special Cole thing Masters. like they do? <laughs> yeah, they're gonna do like eighth edition remastered or something. Like you, you know it's gonna happen sooner what, or later. What if no one
2: buys it though? Because <laughs> would you really buy a white border like
0: like eighth edition? <laughs> edition? Yeah, dude. Those are I the worst actually ones. No, yeah, I dude. like I mean, so they're not old borders. Old borders top tier, but then I would play white border over current border if I had to choose. So white what? border is still kind of. This yeah. is news to me, Seth. You've you don't like white border? White border card. I like you white bordered. Like- I actually like white border because I, I like the
2: revised look. I actually like the white and faded. So <laughs> right I, 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 I like that look. <laughs> so I want the faded one back. I want white bordered back. Uh, they did do white border tibble, right? They did the tibble. Tybalt- yeah, C-P- they the did later, the white border tibble. Um, And I also want the the dual land boxes. Like, you know, the original duels, how the the rules box is two colors.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, Oh, that looks so good. This like, yeah, like the pattern of like swirling two colors in the text box.
2: But I I, I think Wizards is afraid of white border because I think most people do not like white border. I think they've
1: acknowledged it as a troll, right? When they printed it on the table, right? Like they've acknowledged it as that. So there's no way... That we would ever set. Maybe
2: even a commander deck, but if they're just like modern horizons three, like the special
0: treatment is white border, <laughs> like I don't know if that's gonna fly. <laughs> I Look, mean, isn't Secret Layer a good way to test that? Couldn't you throw up a white border layer drop and get gather data on it, like to see if anyone buys it? But do you like, put your
2: good cards in that layer drop or do you put your bad cards in that layer drop? Yeah, set? I guess I guess. Why
0: that's would you true? put your
1: bad cards? Because then people don't <laughs> buy it, right? So you have to put good cards. Like you take current cards. Let's just say you put like Oko in white border, right? That's funny. That's pretty trolly, right? <laughs> like like I, I like it. I mean look, I I don't know why there's something appealing about white border, right? I I, I started in Onslaught, so you know, I missed the white border, uh, like like in, initially in standard, but something about it it looks like it
2: looks nice it's very pleasing we boomers we gotta we gotta check what the zoomers have to say about yes. this
0: <laughs> but, i would assume oh, I mean, overall white border is the least popular i think if yeah you hold like the I, community as a whole i bet white border comes in with the bottom
1: <laughs> yeah probably that or almond cats <laughs> oh yeah the unreadable almond <laughs> cat
0: <amonkhet. laughs> uh,
2: all right, anyway. so that's all our fish mail. If you have questions in the future, send them to at, MTGfish or at MTG Goldfish with the hashtag MTG Fish
0: Mail, and we'll get to your questions on air. And I believe that brings us to the end of episode 450 of the MTG Goldfish Podcast. So, Richard Cram, thanks for hanging out. Thanks to everyone for listening. Thanks to Card Conduit for supporting the show. And we'll be back next week to talk about whatever goes on in the world of magic. So, until then, have an amazing week, everyone. And this is the crew signing out.